You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, July the 15th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The health ministry reported this morning that 1,573 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed yesterday. The number of COVID-19-related deaths since the start of the outbreak now stands at 375. 195 people are in serious condition, 57 of them on ventilators. There are currently 22,704 active coronavirus cases in Israel. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu last night convened a discussion with relevant government ministers and professional figures on necessary steps to block the increase in morbidity and to strengthen economic and health resilience. A statement from the Prime Minister's office said formulation of a long-term strategy was also discussed. Netanyahu directed the health system be strengthened with additional positions, budgets and personnel. Netanyahu also said that additional financial assistance for families had to be formulated. The Knesset Finance Committee has approved the clause in the Economic Assistance Plan that passed a first reading last night to allocate some 700 million shekels to help the weaker sectors of society. This against the backdrop of the coronavirus pandemic. The measure was an initiative of Shas party leader and cabinet minister Arya Deri. Finance Committee Chairman Moshe Gavni of United Torah Judaism plans to bring the bill before the plenum today for second and third readings. The Jerusalem Magistrates Court has released six protesters, some with restrictions, who were arrested last night during protests that turned violent in Jerusalem. Some thousands of people had turned out for the protest against the government functioning and demanding Prime Minister's resignation over the corruption charges against him. After the demonstration ended, protesters marched along King George Street to Jaffa Street in the capital, where they blocked the light rail after midnight. Police used water cannons and officers mounted on horses who charged demonstrators to disperse several hundred people at the scene. Some 50 protesters were detained. The commander of the Moria police station in Jerusalem, Deputy Superintendent Kobi Yakobi, says that last night's demonstration by the prime minister's residence was exceptional in its severity and included harm to police officers and journalists. He said that among the 1,000 protesters, there were a few hundred anarchists, in his words, who protested with what he called hate in their eyes. He said police exercised restraint and did not forcibly disperse them in order to let the civilians exercise their right to demonstrate, but he said that violent protesters would be brought to justice. Reserve Brigadier General Amir Haskell, a leader in the protest movement against the prime minister, said that the last night's protest opposite the prime minister's residence ended peacefully at 10.30, and the violence that erupted was spurred by those with no connection to him or to his colleagues. He said that people from the right and left wing took part in the demonstration and that police labeling it as a left-wing protest was miserable. Meanwhile, organizers of an economic protest scheduled for Saturday night say police are refusing to let them hold the event at Rabin Square in Tel Aviv. According to a Khan reporter, police say that a large turnout is expected and the protest must be moved to another location. The organizations were offered the Tel Aviv Exhibition Grounds as an alternative, which heads of the protest rejected. Our voices won't be silenced. Police cannot determine where citizens can demonstrate, they said. 
For the first time since the second wave of infection erupted, the IDF home front command will be permitted to operate in so-called red zones of high infection in Jerusalem neighborhoods, including Romema, where there have been violent clashes between police and ultra-Orthodox protesters. The soldiers' main duties will be public information to residents, as well as distribution of food packages. Currently, the defense establishment is managing 15 facilities for people infected with the virus and five for people who are quarantined. Ahead of the new school year, Education Minister Yoav Gallant has determined frameworks for the educational system to function depending on the rate of infection at the time. These include limiting class sizes to 18 people, splitting kindergartens into two smaller groups, installing physical dividers where possible, and boosting staffing with additional teaching assistance. He said he still intends to open the school year on time on September 1st. Hebrew University President Professor Asher Cohen has been chosen to serve as chairman of the Committee of University Heads. He will replace the president of the University of Haifa, Professor Ron Rubin, who quit yesterday in protest over what he termed the attempt to stage a political takeover of academia by the Minister of Higher Education, Zev Elkin, of the Likud. And in the Knesset, tensions in the coalition ahead of a vote today on lawmakers who will serve on the committee that appoints judges to Israeli courts. The coalition has put forward two candidates, M.K. Zvi Hauser of Derech Eretz and Knesset member Osnat Mark of the Likud. However, Likud sources are concerned that members of Blue and White could break rank and vote for one of the opposition candidates, Ayelet Chaket of Yamina or Karen El-Harar of Yeshatid Telem. The weather outlook, warmer, becoming hot and dry for the time of year in the hills and inland, hazy along the coast. Tomorrow, cooler with normal temperatures for the time of year. Friday will be cooler, Saturday slightly warmer. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Beersheba 35, and in a lot going up to 43 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>